welcome to The Great Debate for another week. As always, I'm your host, Sheehan, but we have a slightly different show for you tonight. Like Barack, when Michelle is out with the girls, I'm Obama self, which means I'll be talking about two issues that have led the NFL world's headlines in the week so far. Let's start with Calvin Ridley taking some time away from the game. I really applaud and admire his decision to step away, focus on himself, focus on his mental health and well-being. It's easy when you're a guy to accept that it's just how you feel, that you don't talk about your feelings, that your responsibility is to just box on and bury your feelings deep inside you or, or let them manifest in unhealthy ways, whether that's booze, drugs, self-destructive behaviour, behavior, uh, sabotaging your relationships, whatever they are. Uh, and perhaps sometimes it's it's consciously or, or subconsciously. It would be wrong to say it takes balls to own up to how you're feeling or, or to say that you're struggling because, it, to, yeah, just it feels wrong. But it's a big step and it's a difficult step for a lot of people. The last two years have been difficult on everyone, whether that's COVID or work situations or whatever it is, and it's normal and natural to not feel at your best. There's probably been cases where you've felt down, flat, just not yourself. There's no requirement for you to be your best all the time, and again, really applaud Calvin Ridley for acknowledging that he needs some help. When people ask us how we are, we reflexively don't answer honestly. It's easy to shrug our shoulders, say things are going well even if they aren't. You don't want to be that person who brings the party down, if you like, but sometimes you want to talk, and if you need to talk, there's always someone ready to listen, whether that's family, friends, spouse professionals or even just some rando off the internet certainly my dms are always open if you uh, find yourself needing to talk to someone and you don't know who to talk to i'd happily uh, happily have a chat with you on the flip side if you're worried about a friend or a family member you never regret reaching out to them it's easy it's certainly easier to send a text than it is to say goodbye a few years back when uh, Australian football broadcaster, the great Danny Spud Frawley, took his own life. His friends and colleagues all wished they could have told him what he meant to them, wished they could have picked up the phone to him uh, before he'd passed away and certainly since. Um, it's a difficult situation. That's not to say that everyone battling with mental health issues is in the darkest of all places. But sometimes all you need is a hand up. Maybe they won't be ready. I certainly wasn't at first. You want to push everyone away, try and do things yourself, but... People are there to help, and you just gotta gotta reach out for them. They wanna they wanna do what's best for you. I find that knowing people are there helps, as I say, and there are always people there for you. Most of you know that Sleepwire is a charity podcast. The money we make via Patreon and all the other channels goes to supporting mental health charities. Um, it's obviously a, a super important cause to all of us. I've had conversations with some of our team, seen people, whether they're from Sleepwire or others, be open about their, the challenges with their mental health. I think that it's that stigma is, is going away and it's only going to be a good thing when you can start to talk about it more um, in the world openly. If you want to know my uh, thoughts on the situation in terms of football and fantasy football, I wrote an article about it on Sunday uh, where I see that situation developing for the Falcons. Uh, so if you want, check that out on Twitter. As always, I'm at Sheehan Solo, so head over there and you can see what I had to say. The other big story is, of course, Henry Ruggs. It's a horribly sad story on all sides. For whatever reason, it seems to have hit me harder 
than something like this normally would. I was speaking to one of our uh, one of our team at Sleepaway earlier today, and he was feeling similarly. Um, certainly, our thoughts with the families of the deceased. It's hard not to reflect on this from Henry Rugg's perspective as well. I think a lot of us will have driven under the influence of alcohol or drugs at some point. It's easy to feel invincible, certainly when you're 22 years old and a multi-millionaire and the fastest man in a sport full of incredible athletes. It is easy to feel invincible. Um, certainly I felt invincible when I got behind the wheel of a car when I was 19. Far too many drinks. Luckily for me, all that happened was get arrested, suspended license, pretty hefty fine. Certainly deserved it. Felt like a fucking idiot. I was embarrassed. Couldn't tell my parents. It's just um, really embarrassing, poor situation. You know, but as I say, I got punished. Perhaps I uh, perhaps I deserved more than what I got. Since then, I don't think I've even thought about alcohol before getting behind the wheel of a car. It's just not worth the risk. I mean, we live in a world where people are free to make their own decisions. You've got to be willing to live or die with the consequences of those decisions, whether it's getting fast food and skipping the gym, as I do far too often, whether it's choosing to get vaccinated or not, whether it's driving drunk. Henry Ruggs has to live with the consequences of his decision to drive drunk. The other driver sadly isn't as lucky. It's easy for us to sit here and say, fuck Henry Ruggs for driving drunk, fuck this person, fuck Britt uh, Brit Reid for driving drunk before the Super Bowl last year. They'll face the legal consequences of their actions. They'll possibly do some time in jail. But I hope he can make the, re- the make the most of the rest of his life. I really like Ruggs as a footballer. So there's some sadness we won't get to see him running around on Sundays anymore. It's uh, His life's changed in less time than it took him to run that blazing 40-yard dash. It's a stark reminder, I think, for all of us how not only bad decisions can fuck up a lifetime of opportunities, promise of other people's investments in us, whether that's time or money or opportunity. It's a timely reminder of how fleeting our lives are as well on both sides of the equation. Um, I often use the phrase, filling the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run. It's from the poem If by Rudyard Kipling, if you're not familiar with it. Usually I use it ironically when I haven't been doing much with my time. Uh, it's probably not the time to get into a discussion on the merits of, of Rudyard Kipling and his writing and his beliefs in a post-colonial world. safe to say that um, they probably weren't that great. But if, if you are not familiar with it, it is an excellent poem. The sentiment in that statement rings true, filling the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run. It's about making the most of the time we have, the opportunities we're given, because we don't know if and when another one will come along. And sometimes it's our fault that we don't take those opportunities or that we make a bad decision. Sometimes it's someone else's. And for a lot of people, we don't know when it's going to be the end of whatever it is that we do here. Um, but certainly it's, uh, it's important to make the, time, uh, make the most of the time we do have. I've been very fortunate to in plenty of opportunities, whether that's in terms of education, in terms of just getting to become a writer and then now do this with sleeper wire. It's, it's fantastic, but um, certainly my life could have gone a totally different way. I think whether you have a similar experience or whether people you know have a similar experience, it's, uh, again, a bit like the mental health issues, far more common than we probably acknowledge or, or want to acknowledge. As we come back to filling the unforgiving minute, Chris Wessling of around the NFL used to say, heed the call, and Wes is no longer with us either, but he lived his motto filled the unforgiving minute and sadly got to the point where 
the rest of his life was ahead of him and, and doesn't get to live it, which is which is very sad. But again, we never know when that moment is going to come for us, um, either in terms of ruining our lives or, or ending it. So make the most of it while you can. And given we've had this this conversation, or I say this conversation, these these news stories, you're listening to me rambling on and on like some sort of right wing conservative commentator. It's um, maybe it's time for us to reflect on how we're all doing in our lives, how we're feeling. You're happy. You're happy where you are. Happy with your family. Happy with your job. What would make you happy? What is there missing in your life? Do you need to talk to someone? Do you need to open up? That's a professional where that's a friend. Do you have a friend or a family member in your life that you're worried about? You know, take the time now to send them that message, pick up the phone, whatever it is. Uh, you're certainly not going to regret that. And then are you making the most of the chances you, you're given as well? If you fucked up and you're on the road back, if you like, are you making the most of that second chance? Are you putting yourself in a position to heed the call when it comes? Now, I hope Calvin Ridley and Henry Ruggs come back into our lives, whether that's on Sundays or, or maybe serving a different purpose in their communities or, or the wider world, seeking as a, a cautionary tale, helping other young men and young women in similar situations or maybe avoid similar situations, um, encouraging people to make the most of those opportunities. The only NFL player I've ever met in person, Keith Elias, played running back for the New York Giants. He came to my school in uh, beautiful Perth, Western Australia. I think maybe half a dozen of us knew what the sport was. Certainly none of us knew who he was. Um, but he was it was sort of a sneaky religious speech in the end. Uh, but the the takeaway that I always re- remember him is too, too many boys your age are trying to be the man instead of a man. Now, I guess the goalposts of what it is to be a man moving over the journey, and certainly in recent years. But I think the sentiment, the underpinning statements – sort of ring true and that's again make the most of the time make the most of those opportunities be a good person do right by other people um whether you're religious or not whether you are um spiritual or not i think we all know what's right what's wrong don't worry about i sound like a grumpy old man here don't worry about trying to be cool or you know trying to impress people it's more important to uh live a good life Uh, an examined life if you like a life in which you reflect on what it is you do learn from those mistakes and i hope ridley and as i say hope ridley and rugs do come back in rugs learns from his mistakes ridley can move past his battle with mental health it's a never-ending battle as people with mental health issues will tell you but you want to be on top of them and i think uh, i think they're two strong young men who can get back that way I think a lot of us have lost sight. The road back from darkness for a great many people. Um, not going to get into the, the ills or positives of cancel culture because a lot of the people who have been hashtag cancelled probably deserved it and should have happened a long time ago. But life is about more than just one chance. We all want second chances. We all want third chances. And, and I hope that these two men can see the road from the darkness that they're in at the moment, see the road back to the light. And... Uh, I hope that that people give them the opportunity to as well. I hope most of all they give themselves the opportunity. We leave you with another sort of quote from another great Australian rules figure. If it's to be, it's up to me.
I think for both these young men, I think for all of us, uh, that's the important message to take away here. Maybe that's that first step, road to your own mental health recovery. That text you send to a friend or, or whether that's changing the way you live your life, the decisions you make, examining the consequences of what your actions are. If it's to be, it's up to me. I hope I haven't bored you. If you are struggling with insomnia, feel free to uh, repeat this ad nauseum and we'll be back next week with some waiver takes and I'm sure less of me on my soapbox. But take care, have a good week, people. And um, if you want to uh, support Sleepwire, support our mental health causes, just head over to Twitter at Sleepwire Show or Patreon, patreon.com slash Sleepwire. Chuck in a few bucks and uh, hopefully we can start to make a difference. Don't forget that uh, my DMs and indeed the DMs, I would say, of most of our Sleepwire team are open if you need someone to talk to. But um, take care, folks. Take care.